You are listening to the Glass Cannon Network, the premier source for role-playing game entertainment. take a moment to step back and appreciate the addition of Sydney to the show. Oh, <laughs> let's wow. just take a moment. Totally. Let's just take a moment. You just jumped right the F in. Firing all, all Delta Green cylinders. Thank you. <laughs> guys, I mean, I feel really lucky. I'm very happy to be on this show. I love Delta Green as a module and to play with you guys is just a blast because, you know, you guys who you are. So. Oh, uh, yeah, I was listening thanks, back Sid. to get ready for this and yeah, she's, she's great. Yeah. Yes, we yeah. should definitely keep talking about her in the third person. <laughs> <laughs> Remember <That's> Sydney. Sydney. <laughs> you know what sure makes miss her. what makes this come alive is details. You know what I mean? I think that's why I'm so obsessed with Jordy. Skid's level of detail. Like when you say, Oh yeah, I went to the Hamptons at a party at Ted Koppel's house. <laughs> like that kind of detail to me is what makes these people jump off the page. And right from the beginning, uh Magdalena is just you know, uh, a Riker Solace level of detail. And it, it really oh. just, it, I don't know, makes you jump right in. And uh, I think that's gonna, what makes this show so special. You're going to make me uh, cry on air. Uh, <laughs> that's usually that. my goal. But, yeah, for a different <laughs> Wait, but this is a different tactic. Yeah, you're a, doing a different <laughs> tactic now. You're a different man. Different uh, kind no. of crying. Not squeezing out tears of rage. <laughs> you have to keep your hostages off balance at all times. <laughs> <laughs> you got to play good cop and bad cop in the same person. I keep you guessing. <laughs> I think uh, Sydney has been fantastic, and uh, I love Magdalena. Um, in fact, I believe we're going to uh, see a little bit more of Magdalena uh, in this episode, which I'm excited about. And everything that she does uh, shines a little bit. It's really great having that computer's person around, especially in this setting, in this time. Uh, It's important. Uh, However, I think that there's something to be said. Uh, There's a little work to be done in really uh, understanding the environment that you're in. And uh, I would recommend not attempting to break into the medical examiner's car in the middle of a crime scene with cops (laughs) everywhere and lights all over you. And I showed restraint. And I showed restraint, <laughs> and I didn't do it. I just love yeah. how your first set was like, I want to break into that guy's fucking car <laughs> and see what else he's got going on in there. But you know what? It's like Skid said. It's like Cumstone is such a wild card that he says shit, and we're all like, I mean, I guess. But we're all, so, we're all the normal characters based in reality. Like, he's the one wild card of this sitcom. So, yeah. God forbid, I try to break into a car at a police right. scene. Like, it'd be like, shoot. Don't, what don't are you do doing? That. That's Cumstone's thing. Yeah, right. yeah, we're all on one TV show, and he's on a completely different TV show. <laughs> well, welcome to playing a game. Playing game where Troy is a player. Yes. <laughs> always, I'm learning. Always I'm learning. Yeah. Conflict. <laughs> Conflict. Uh, yeah, it's it's been a, a great time and really uh, interesting to see uh, how you guys are approaching all this stuff. Uh, I don't want to go too far into it because um, anything that I say could really lead you to certain conclusions, uh, and I, I don't want to I don't want to lead you anywhere. So I, I really like the way that you're uh, 
uh, handling everything. And I think that there's a lot of in character stuff that's great. Um, speaking of which, part of the game in character is, uh, is attempting things that you might not be so great at. Uh, things like forensics or, uh, searching a crime scene or what have you. And you can see that there's a lot of really high skills in this party, but that's not really all of them, uh, or that's not really the focus of them. Uh, and so you guys failed a bunch of checks last session. And, um, part of the game is that you check off any skill that you fail, uh, during a session. And, uh, the mechanic of the game is that once you uh, finish a session, you, uh, quote unquote, like level up uh, the skills which you tried and failed at during that session. Um, in the rule book, it'll tell you to level them up one point, uh, but they have eroded that. And now there you can level up each skill 1d4 minus one points. And so uh, I've been thinking about that. And I think that there's reason to do this a little bit more often than, you know, our sessions are too short. So I was worried that uh, I'd have to do a bunch of sessions or a whole scenario. Uh, but I feel like that's too long and I discussed this a little bit in the first episode but I feel like that we I feel we're at a good spot now as the sun begins to really rise on February 22nd 2019 uh, you guys are uh, you know collecting evidence in this matter and you've got a few different leads you can go to and right out of the gate a few of the things you've tried to do you failed at uh, some occult checks were failed some search checks were failed but I think being broiled in it and being focused on it is going to allow your characters to improve slightly in those things to sharpen what they're looking for uh, and what they are trying to remember in terms of lore or what they uh, are educated about as this uh, scenario progresses. So right now, I'd like you to level up those skills that you Ooh. failed on uh, in the last few sessions and uh, go ahead and everybody add one D four minus one points to each skill that you failed at. And then uh, let me know what some of the highlights are. Oh, World of four for a cult, so Me three too. more points to a cult. Oh, humongous! <laughs> Only a two for search, so that'll be one more point for search. Ooh, I rolled great. a three for search. So, so, so two more points for search for Gavin. I, and sanity rolls, which was the thing I fumbled on last episode, don't, do not count this. You cannot increase your sanity. That's no, right. they do not count toward that. Ugh. I love that Roger is getting slightly more into the occult, just ever so oh, slightly. So dangerous. That's so dangerous. <laughs> so bad, bad news. Uh, anybody else? Any particular highlights? Uh, Magdalena got a little plus one to search. Nothing big. Nice. Same. Same for Jordy. Okay. Plus three to search for old Caesar. Oh, and, uh, Caesar would like to make several failed artillery checks right now. So <laughs> can find a later. Is that okay? <laughs> He'd like to mark a target location and call mm -hmm. in uh, artillery and then fail. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, but I, I do think that you're getting a little bit better. And I think that part of that is going to be putting together all the things that you have collected so far and what you've gleaned uh, over the course of the night. And uh, since you've been called in at, at you know, roughly 240 in the morning to this most recent crime scene of the, the Glenridge chiropractor. Uh, you have your theories. You've been throwing them out there. There's been a few uh, different ones. And uh, now it's time to sort of settle in and figure out which path you want to go. Uh, I 
believe that you, you have a uh, a phone of the most recent victim, uh, which points you to at least one friendly contact that may know something. You also know that the Suffolk County Medical Examiner is doing an autopsy in roughly uh, 30 some hours uh, at 3 p.m. on Saturday, February 23rd. It is now the morning of Friday, February 22nd. And... I can't remember if there is some. Oh, uh, one the a woman who may have been a witness to the break into her own daughter's abduction is at a catatonic state and has been brought to uh, Suffolk Regional Hospital uh, to see if they can coax her out of this uh, sort of psychiatric break that she's going through and uh, get her to speak. You left your phone number with the uh, person that came and picked her up for that, and they said that they would reach out to you if there was a change. So, yeah, that's where we leave it. You guys let me know. What are you thinking? What do you want to do? Can we, can we look through any other texts, exchanges between Madison and Lauren? Uh, are there yes. any others? Yes, there are. Uh, and they're nothing that jumps out or nothing case related. Uh, but they okay. do seem to be friends, close friends. They, they chat a lot about name. a lot of different things. They mention this boy's name at all? Does a name, a boy's name, ever come up ever so often? No, the boy's or if name. We scroll is... up in that text conversation. Is there? They ever say who they're talking about? No, there doesn't seem to be anything related to a particular boy um, before that conversation. And are there that any makes... um, photos? I always assume photos would be like the next thing you look at, but. Uh, yeah, there are photos, but uh, again, nothing case related. Uh, it, it's all sort of, you know, benign, just sort of fun high school stuff. No monsters. No, no, <laughs> no pictures uh, of monsters. No, no monsters. Just some flag monsters that are yeah. oozing gray matter. No pictures of sneaking onto a secret military installation and <laughs> taking photographs taking and classified technology. Yeah. <laughs> is that what our search history is riddled with? There's a selfie video of Madison being like, "Shut the fuck up!" as they're like crawling behind the barbed wire of uh, a storage yard at Northrop Grumman. And then all of a sudden, uh, she like rises from the ground like storm, and she's like covered in electricity. City and that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> that happens. Can we take yeah, the number, s- the yeah. number from uh, Madison's number, and mm. call her from our from one of our phones and set up a meeting? Yes, uh, like I, I, I would call? venture to say that you, Gavin, would know that that is bad business, uh, legally speaking, uh, to call. call a minor. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe as we an should, official FBI uh, yeah, correspondent, maybe we should go to the, the high school. school. The school. Also, you yeah. have procured her number illegally. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have hidden the evidence from the police. Uh, all of these things are concerns that would lead you to probably not do that. All right. Well, we can just go to the high school and ask the and go and go through the principal. Then. Yeah. There's no yeah. reason that you can't go to the high school. Uh, is that what you want to do? You want to go to the high school? It is now, the, the sun is up, uh, and you could, you know, school is, for all intents and purposes, be in session, so you could go to the school. I want to make sure we get to Dr. Santorini's office at least an hour before he said uh, for us to be there, just in case he gets a wild hair across his ass and wants to start the autopsy early. I want to make sure that we get there and don't miss anything. Okay. Wait, what is that expression? Get a wild hair across your ass? You never heard yeah. that? No. What does it Good. mean? Remember that one? I never I've, have. Uh, I've heard that one. See, I've heard that one. I never heard about Dominic the donkey. <laughs> now we have these cultural exchanges where we That's learn different things. Yeah. 
Wait, but what does yeah. it mean? Does it mean like you get? You, it's uh, uh <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of like you, you get a you get a wild notion. Yeah, okay. well, like, well, you you can also be like your yeah. That's basically it. Wild notion. Yeah. <laughs> you see the things you learn on this podcast. <laughs> I always think about the people from other countries listening to this. <laughs> like what? We should just start making stuff up. <laughs> Um, well, the autopsy is not till tomorrow, right? Correct. We originally had this meeting with afternoon. the doctor, but right. like now, it seems like we've we've talked with him about what we would have talked about already, and we're just going to meet with him tomorrow. Right, let's go to high school. He did. He did, he did say. I don't know if you caught this in your listen. Uh, he did say that the um, that he had sent the. A sample of the unknown polymer to a lab uh, called Archon that was that has was supposed to get back with more high tech results than his lab is capable of processing, uh, and he was hoping to get those within the next day or two. So he did mention that as well. Archon A R C H O N. Mm-hmm. That is, I, th- cool. I wonder if that's a Harlan Ellison reference. He had, at least, he had at least one short story that was about an archon. Anyway. Hmm. No comment. I'm sure it's, <laughs> I'm sure it's meaningful. Um, yeah, let's go to the high school. Talk to Madison. Guns blazing. Okay. Um, you breach the front doors of the high school. Uh, <laughs> weapons drawn. <laughs> uh, Take out a Get in the fucking crowd! <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Flashbangs. Here's the principal. You just start opening classrooms indiscriminately, throwing flashbangs in. (laughs) But then you just never run into those rooms. You just keep moving. (laughs) (laughs) These kids just start stumbling out with blood coming out of their ears, looking around wildly. Um, It's a very popular name. So like three girls. Let's line up all the Madisons. Are you uh, informing (laughs) Detective Gregson that you're going to the high school? Um, Sure. Yeah. Okay. So you say you're going to go ask some questions around the high Mm -hmm. school. Yeah. See if any teens. Keep it it vague. Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll see. We'll canvas some of her friends to see if, you know, they see if she'd had any enemies and basically stuff. Yeah. And that's a totally reasonable thing to do. We don't have to be specific, but yeah, that's a totally reasonable course of action to just go see if she had friends that knew anything. Are you going to call? Uh, the, the, so uh, here's the other thing is it has not um, gone out yet that it's her body that was found um, because there was no head and there was no official uh you know, even though you're you're pretty damn sure what you're dealing with, uh, nothing officially went out from the police identifying uh, the body. So that is not public knowledge yet. Um, mm, so we I should that- not say specifically who it is, but we should go in knowing in our minds that it's Lauren and talk to Madison in a vague way. Right. Yeah, not tell her that her, her best friend is, has been decapitated and strung up on a power tower. Right, but try to just talk to kids. So wait, so the word is out that there has been a murder. The word just isn't we've identified the victim. Joe. Uh, yeah, right. Okay, so people in town know that something else happened. Okay. You well, don't but, refer but to by her. like rumors, there were no press trucks there. Like you basically beat the press there and nobody leaked it. So like it was a pretty low key scene in the middle of the night out in this far off like Long Island town. Um, 
So you actually, you don't see any evidence yet that uh, the media is all over this and publicizing that, you know, uh, that the Glenridge chiropractor is has another notch on his belt or whatever. Well, well that's an excellent mm-hmm. point. I think we should go in as clandestinely as possible after we're out of flashbangs and uh, <laughs> definitely set up a room and have the school administration bring Madison to us and then... It's very difficult with teenagers to have them uh, keep mum on any issue. I mean, that's where high school gossip is so awful. Um, but we have to impress upon Madison maybe to keep our conversation secret. I don't know if it means um, telling her that it'll protect everyone in the school or if it's important for X, Y, and Z. But I think it's important to kind of keep who was murdered under wraps maybe. Don't tell anyone anything or we'll kill your parents. It's good. We also don't have okay. to... Yeah, yeah, threatening teenagers is definitely the way to go. Uh, We're also going to want to talk to this boy, probably, yeah. too, if we... Uh, I think presumably. anything Madison says, we follow up on. Any name she says of like any other person, we talk to those people, too. Because we also don't want it to seem like we only came here to talk to Madison. Because why would we do that? That's super weird. Yeah, we can yeah. start with Madison. We can also... like We don't need to tell her we're investigating a murder. We just need to talk to her about... Yeah. Boys at school. Well, something you know, we're investigating a crime, and you know, sure, okay, yeah. More, you know, we're, we found some evidence, and we just want to know, what, you know, we'll try to make sense of it, that kind of thing. Yeah, that's also good, guys. No one should say murder; we should say crime. Good one, Matthew. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know I am a lawyer. That's <laughs> hey. <laughs> We should try and find out uh, who her lab teacher is, too, because sometimes teachers know about crushes and stuff. Um, and True. also try and find out from that woman that, that the, one of the previous victims who was a teacher there, if they had any connection whatsoever. Um, oh, yeah. We could lab- just say we're investigating the the librarian's disappearance. Right. We don't have to say anything mm-hmm. about it. Right. Yeah. Right. But I think it's... Yeah, soon- like, she check out a lot of books. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Used the computers in the library recently? Oh, my God. As soon as we see her or anyone we speak to at the school, uh, Caesar would like to size them up with a human a human uh, role, uh, kind of like what he does when he goes out for, for angel investors and uh, hedge fund investments uh, in his, his ventures. It's a skill he's really good at to figure out what makes the person tick and what would make them, what course of action and questioning would make them most likely to cooperate with us. Okay, so you go to the high school. When you arrive, uh, you are you just kind of walk in, and uh, pretty quickly you're uh, pointed to the front office, uh, in the in the the office of the principal, where uh, a clerk uh, out front would. Uh, take a look at your credentials and you I'm assuming you say that you're investigating the Hotvin murder and what what have you and um uh looking at your credentials and seeing that everything is clear uh they will pass you off to speak with um a gentleman who is uh a vice principal so uh this guy comes out uh, introduces himself as uh Albert Akoff and says that he is the uh, vice principal of academic affairs. You see that he is uh, in his 50s, um, glasses, uh, balding, uh, sort of stray, fraying, light, sandy hair, um, typical sort of 
clean cut, buttoned down, tucked into a you know a nice pair of slacks, uh, cheap brown shoes, and um, you size him up, Caesar, and you get the sense that this is a guy who is a lifelong educator and is most likely uh, going to be incredibly cooperative with law enforcement, and uh, but is also more than more likely than not going to be a very intelligent and be very protective of students so that is sort of uh you know your angle that you kind of get hmm. I, then i think uh, unless anyone wants to jump in and stop him i think with someone like this an educator who wants to protect the students in a school and make sure they are in uh, a safe environment and not wanting to cause panic that I can be on the up and up with him about thinking that there is a missing student that was murdered and we have a feeling that it was Lauren. Does anyone have an objection to that? I mean, if we impress upon him that this has to remain confidential. Yeah. Oh, wait, yeah. Why, why do you want to say it's Lauren though? Should, shouldn't we just say like there was a high school, a high school age student who was murdered, we can say they were murdered. But I mean, not he's intelligent that. enough to see the student not show up at his school the next day is what I'm thinking. But we could also say, like, you understand we can't, you know, until we confirm, you know, until we release yeah, the names, we, we truly can't haven't, talk about that. We haven't confirmed the identity. It's true. We have our suspicions, but we can't confirm yeah. anything. You understand? Or, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So uh, we'll we'll talk to Akov, Vice Principal Akov, Vice Principal Akov. Yeah, he'll walk you into a uh, sort of a side uh, conference room that is you know relatively small, a table that fits about ten chairs uh, around it, and um, chalkboard. You know, uh, he'll sit you in there, pull the blinds, and uh, ask how he can help. It's important that we're able to speak to as many people related to. Poor Miss Hatfin's fate, as well as um, mm. some recent going abouts in the community. We'd like to keep this clandestine and under wrap for the time being until we receive more information. It's important not to send a shockwave through your school. Is that all right with you, Vice Principal Yakov? Uh, yeah, yes, of course, I agree. I, I agree completely. Um, but I, I do want to make sure that we're... Um that we're a- accurate here. I don't want to disturb uh, the the running of the school too much, but just be aware that you know uh, Miss Hotfin had interactions with almost every student here. She's the librarian. So, do, do you have a specific area where you you'd like to start? Yes, we keep the basketballs. <laughs> <laughs> Roger smoking in the back. <laughs> Already just walks to the back corner of the room, sits down, draws the shades. Yeah, I know. I'd like to start. This has been started at all. Now the basketball. I'm sure. I'm sorry. There, there is no smoking in here. So I, I wouldn't. Just puts it him, on the rug. Do what he wants. <laughs> Where'd you like to start? There's a uh, student named Madison through our high-tech analytical cross-referencing capabilities at the Federal Bureau. We're able to determine might have more information on Ms. Hatfin. We'd like to speak with this student privately for about 15 to 30 minutes. Hmm. Uh, we've got a few Madisons here. Um, do you know? Do you have a last name? Do we... It looks over. Name, is her name contact? saved in the phone? Yeah, it's Madison Gallagher. Okay. okay. Madison Gallagher. Gallagher. Gallagher's the Madison we're looking for. Ah! Yes, uh, sure. Uh, just just wait here, and uh, I'll, I'll get a I'll get a hold of her. 
So he leaves, closes the door. You guys are in there quietly for a few minutes. Is there uh, anything you discuss in, in the in this time? Our approach to Madison. What do are we all going to talk? Should one person talk? I don't want to scare her. Why don't you ta- Why don't you take the lead, uh, Magdalena? Because I'm a woman. Well, you cracked her phone. <laughs> this is true. Uh, Magdalena <laughs> Magdalena brushes her long black hair back and goes, "Okay, talking to kids. I got this. I can. I can do this. Yep. Normal, normal, normal. You were a kid once, right? Hmm. You were what? a kid once, right? Yeah. Is that a question? Is that an actual question? It was, I guess it was actually more of a an argument." <laughs> He's a lawyer. <laughs> it's tricks. It's little legal tricks. You need to admit that you're human. I think we should set up like a little perimeter, and I'm going to pull out my laptop anyway, so that I can type notes to Magdalena that she can read during it without sharing that information with Madison. Oh, so like cool. a, Caesar idea. is going to roll a human roll and write down there like how to the best course of questioning. I, I like this a lot, yeah. That. Gavin Madison. will open his briefcase on the table so that if we ever need to seem really official, he can shut it. Mm-hmm. Smart. <laughs> Roger will just stare at her unblinking the entire time, <laughs> trying to decipher all of her fears and desires. <laughs> Jordy, do you need a copy of your book just in case she wants to sign it or something? Yeah, you know, tell her, go run down to the library, see how many copies of uh, Insanity's Edge they have, and uh, be happy to sign them all. I don't know, it's fine. I think realistically... Magdalena does say, like, if any of you want to jump in, like, you know, we can tap in, tap out. I think if you have any ideas, Caesar, I think it's great. I'll read off my laptop. Um, yeah. Okay. Good. Good. Good idea. Okay. So you come up with this little plan, and all of a sudden you hear clunk as the doorknob uh, clicks, and opening the door is Vice Principal Ekoff, uh, and he comes walking into the room. Behind him comes a young woman, 17-ish years old, uh, straight, long, uh, just past her shoulders, fine brown hair, uh, light skin, uh, freckles along her nose and uh, and cheeks. Um, she is holding a, a book bag, uh, a backpack by its little strap at the top. Uh, she kind of nervously comes walking into the room uh, and he... Uh, Albert says uh, to her that uh, they just want to ask you a few questions and um, should just be a few moments if you need me. I'm, I'm right down the hall, okay? And she just nods, thank you, Mr. Akoff. And uh, he leaves. She kind of looks around nervously at all of you and pulls back her seat and sits down uh, and looks across and sitting directly across from her is Magdalena. Magdalena looks uh, into this young face and all of a sudden we flash Away And without hearing any sound, we see across a table uh, is sitting in a dark room with a dark metal table about a 15, 16 year old boy. And in pure silence, we just see him sobbing, crying and just swollen eyes and tears streaming down his face. And we pull slowly back from his face and we see behind him is Magdalena holding a gun to the back of his head. And it flashes back to Magdalena as she's looking at this teenager and she snaps out of it. What do you say? Um, 
hey, um, Madison, my name is Magdalena. Um, this is my team. We just wanted to talk to you. Um, how are you? Are you doing okay? Yes, I'm okay. Cool. What's going on? And she just sort of like puts her two hands together, like between her knees and just kind of like scrunches up. Uh, as Caesar is looking at this, he can just tell that she's nervous uh, and is just sort of like guarding herself. She thinks she might be in some sort of trouble. Uh, we just called you in. I'm sure that you know uh, that some stuff has been happening in town uh, that the police are involved in and there's been some crimes and that's why we were called in. We're with the FBI. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, So we thought that it might be good to ask some people at the high school. Just uh, we understand that the the librarian passed away, unfortunately, and I'm sorry about that. Mm -hmm. Um, So... And I look towards the laptop to see if Caesar has said anything. Um, yeah, so he writes up um, in something about in looking into Hatfin's past. Uh, we see that she was friends with Sandra, who is the mother of Lauren, who's gone missing. And we know that you're friends with Lauren, so we wanted to know if you had any insight to what had been going on in her family that long. I think. Yeah. So Magdalena relays that, and she's like, "Well, you know." Um, Miss Hatfin was friends with um, Sandra, who I think has a daughter in the school, Lauren, right? Um, do you know her? Mm, yeah, she's my friend. Oh, okay. Could you just tell us a little bit about Lauren and, and maybe we can try to figure out maybe there's a connection between Sandra, Miss Hatfin, people in town who know each other. It's such a small town. Um, I mean, what, what do you want to know about her? About her mom or about her? Well, I her guess mom about her. Is, her mom is, um, she's, uh, she's depressed. She's, um, seeing a psychiatrist. I know that. Um, and, and Lauren is kind of sad about it, but she's dealing with it. But Lauren's fine. Gotcha. And you and Lauren are close? Yeah, yeah. Would you say your best friends? Um, maybe, sure. Do you have any classes together? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, which which ones? Um, we have AP Bio together. We have Western Civ. Uh, and is that it? Um, yeah, that, but we have Study Hall together, but that's not really a, a class. We just have, have it at the same time. Caesar gotcha. writes on the laptop, uh, ask if they're lab partners in Bio. Bio. Ugh. I always sucked at biology. It was my worst class. I'm surprised I even, you know, got into college and graduated, but I get it. It can be are you good at are you good at bio? No. No. no are you guys lab were you lab too. partners? You and Lauren? No. No. Oh. Um Tom is Lauren's uh, lab partner. Um I uh, no, my lab partner is Matt. Is Tom's last name Sandarini? <laughs> in the back of the room. In the back of the, of the smoke. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, are you what? allowed to smoke? Um, it's different fake. TV show. Different yeah, TV show. It's fake. It's not real back there. Um, Tom. What's Tom and Matt's last name? What's Tom's last name? 
Uh, Tom's last name is Dangler. Matt's last name is Watkins. Um, and what about your um, your teacher for bio? What's their name? Um, Mrs. Dominello. Awesome. I look at the laptop to see if Caesar has thought up anything else. He just writes in, find uh, find a way to end it. Let's bring in Tom. Um, um, and then, like, maybe, like, do you remember any of your last conversations with Lauren or Sandra? But that's about all I can think of. I mean, we could also be, like, we don't, we can be honest that we have, like, we can be a little more honest about the text messages. Like, otherwise, we're never going to find anything out. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm going to be a little yeah, more but, honest. Let's say, like, don't be scared. But I hacked your dead friend's phone. Perfect yeah. start. <laughs> I mean, friends, friends' phone. Friends. 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 friends, friends, friends. Totally, oh my God. totally alive, not decapitated. Totally um, head full phone friend. Okay. All right, here's here's I'm gonna, total I'm gonna do a full-headed friend. Full-headed friend. <laughs> full full Lauren with the full head. <laughs> full-head full Lauren. They call her on the on the basketball team. Right? Friend was Mac- all her vertebrae. <laughs> <laughs> there's got um, a lot of backbone that's what uh, everyone says <laughs> so they always said about there's, there's two things they say about Madison she's got a lot of backbone and she always keeps her head got a good head on her shoulders that's for a good sure. head on her shoulders oh. <laughs> your friend's dead uh, oh. your friend's you know if dead. her head wasn't attached she'd lose it huh? funnily enough your friend's have... dead that one sending that one text message about how to talk to you I'm gonna keep you keep you straight get me Dengler uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Madison mm-hmm. I know this is going to sound Kind of crazy But you know how people always say like, Oh the FBI are listening The FBI are in our phones We all have our own agents who listen You know that like joke that everybody said like You're on the phone you're like Oh I'm talking to my FBI agent uh, Hi John um, So it's true in a way, <laughs> sort of. Oh my um, god! Yeah, crazy. Tell your friends. But the thing is, I was able to look through some people's phones in the high school, and your name actually popped up. Uh, not that you did anything wrong. It just runs through our database, and just so happened it matched your first letter of your first name, last letter of your last name. Doesn't? It's not important. The algorithm's not important. But I was able to see that you had texted Lauren recently. Um, I was wondering what were you talking about in that text? I, I couldn't make sense of it. Obviously, I don't know you, but now I know you a little bit better. Um, and what, I just wanted to text. I, I text oh, her a sorry. lot. Yeah. Um, it, it was one recently about a lab and I assumed maybe it was your class you had together and something about have you talked to him? No, but we have a lab together tomorrow. It's going to be so awkward. Uh, yeah. Um, that was just uh, Tom had asked her out, um, and she um, she said no, and she you know she just didn't want to. Uh, I think she was nice, um, and yeah, that's all. But they're lab partners, so uh, it was going to be awkward today. But she um, she's not in today. Was Lauren interested in anybody else? Did she have a crush or talked about anybody in that way? Um, well, we talk about people, but no, she doesn't have a boyfriend right now. Great. Um, Madison, thank you so much. Uh, you're not in trouble at all. You're free to go. Uh, everything's cool. Uh, thanks for talking with us. And if we need any more information, uh, we might call you back. But uh, go off. Enjoy your day. 
Thank you. Okay. One more thing. One more thing. Oh, thank you. Oh. Just had a question. This is going to seem weird, but we are from the FBI, so uh, we're just doing a... Are you familiar with due diligence? Yes. And listen, this is just between us. Are there any teachers here at the school that creep you out? (laughs) Any rumors about teachers that do weird shit? Hey, by the way, you want to smoke? (laughs) (laughs) How rude of me. Vice Principal Atkoff's looking through the corner like... (laughs) (laughs) He's looking through the blinds right now. (laughs) Always, Always stories about weird teachers. Stay away from uh, Mr. Uh, Smith. He pulls his pants down every once in a while. I don't know. Just weird shit. Um, I don't think I'm comfortable talking about that. Madison, why don't you just go while you can? Um, You don't have to talk about You did great, Madison. Great job. Ignore that one. Stop protecting him. Just tell us. Thank you. You've been most helpful. She keeps Madison, like getting up and then sitting back down and then getting up and then, like sitting back Madison, down. Can I please if leave? You, if teachers. you need anything, come so <laughs> If you need anything, you can always reach out to us. Never, never be afraid to reach out to uh, the FBI. You know we're your friends, and we do listen to your phone calls in a fun way. Uh, all right. <laughs> Say hi to your mother for me. All right. Hi to me. And she leaves a little shell-shocked and uh, intent on telling all of her friends that the FBI is listening to everything they say. So make sure you watch what you say. <laughs> the rumors continue. Um, can we bring in so Tom Dangler now? She'll yeah, leave and Mr. Akoff will come back in and uh, everything is everything okay? It's great. Was great everything kid. okay with Madison? Is she okay? Oh, yeah. Is she in yeah. any trouble great. or anything? No, great kid. No. She is a great actually, kid. Yes. Yeah. She, she seems... Fantastic. Great. She's like a good student, too. Although, yeah, I'm a little concerned because she said she's terrible at biology, and yet she's in AP biology. <laughs> oh, so she's not. you want to look into some of your uh, screening. She's humble. You know. Hmm. Yeah, she, she is not terrible at biology. She may not like biology, but she is not terrible right. at All biology. Right. Okay, she's not terrible uh, at anything, Madison. Great. She's a great kid. Just, uh, just Speaking of that biology. One terrible lie. But that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Call her back in because I yeah, think call, she let's, lied let's to us. To the bottom of this. Yeah, I have a couple more questions. Are you really? <laughs> <laughs> you bad in biology or not, Madison? Slam my fists on the desk. Um, this is Tom? going to be a forty-five episode season. <laughs> At the rate. You guys interrogate people. (laughs) (laughs) You you were the one who gave us a whole speech about not creating a panic among the high schoolers. Hey, Vice Principal, there was a weird yeah. teacher. Yeah, and now you're creating right. a panic among schoolers right. for it's no reason. The FBI's monitoring everyone constantly. It's people. a joke. Can you order us a sandwich plate? We're going to be here a couple days. Yeah. 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 It's be a, a couple days. days. The Italian sub kind with all the different cheeses and the meats in the different sections. You got gym showers? You <laughs> <laughs> got great Tom. memories. That's Tom like, Dangler. You get Tom. Get, get us, get us Tom Dangler. Dangler. We should ask Dangler, get though. Dangler on the line. We should Thomas, ask Dangler, and we should Thomas ask the vice Dangler. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. I'll be what right back. What do you back. know about Dangler? What was... What were, you seemed a little... What was that expression? I just didn't understand why you jumped right to Thomas Dangler. Where, where are these names coming from? What is the... Um, it's an algorithm that we run that picks up... Um, 
different names of students throughout the high school. It's just, it bounces off the roster. We do it through our system. Yeah. Hmm. Similar to the algorithm they use for iTunes reviews. Speaking of which, can I see your phone? People <laughs> 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 listen to podcasts. Just to be clear. <laughs> You want the fictional vice principal of this fictional high school to subscribe to our actual podcast? Is that yes. right? I don't care if you subscribe. You just got to leave a good review. Yeah. You don't have to listen to it. You actually have to listen. You don't have to listen to us. The beauty of it. Just leave a five star Anything review. helps. He leaves. <laughs> maybe, maybe occasionally tell your friends. Tell your friends. Grab friends. their phones. Tell your students. Any of the nerds. I still think it's important to find out if there are any rumors about weird teachers. Okay, we can re-ask that question. Maybe yeah. that, that was your first uh, go around. Maybe retry it in a different right. way. Yeah, we could Daniel. also ask ask the principal, the vice principal, if yeah. they've had any personnel. Yeah, problems. but they might. He might be the weird one, or protecting the weird ones. Yeah, we should. In my high school, there was brothers, like uh, Zavarian brothers, were the teachers, and there was always a few of them. Like, ah. Uh, some of that guy's weird. And then years later, you find out he was touching kids. He was like doing shit he wasn't supposed to do. And so it's important, I think, to ask like kids instincts are usually right on. Like if a kid is like, oh, I don't like being around that person. There's a reason. Yeah. Maybe one of the teachers is a high tech robot from Northrop Grumman and it's killing people. You're right, Troy. You're I swap right. out exactly. Gavin. I tag team Gavin and I go, I need to sit down and drink a cup of coffee. <laughs> Any teachers... Acting like high-tech robots who rip out spines. Okay. Cumstone, do you want a cup of coffee? I'm just, I'm practicing. All right, you go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) To click, the doorknob turns, and Akoff once again opens the door, uh, this time alone. And he says, um, actually, uh, it looks like Thomas Dengler is not in school today. Uh, He was called out sick. Um, he's he's homesick. Uh, his mother called in this morning. Uh, I didn't know. My, my apologies, uh, but my assistant uh, let me know. So uh, we've we've got his slip here, but uh, he's he's home. He should be back on Monday. Mister Akoff, would you be willing to provide us with the attendance records for Mister Dengler? Um, yes, sure. I can do that. I I have that. He'll go and. Get you the uh, attendance records for Thomas Dengler. Um, Has he been absent any uh, any other days recently? Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, you look through and you see that he was absent for uh, a couple days in January. Um, but days? since then, uh, actually, he was absent for a couple days in uh, January, and then he has been absent or. Yeah, for a couple days in January, and now he's been absent for two days. The last two days. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, why don't we take lunch? You want to take lunch, everybody? Lunchtime? Yeah. Well, How's the, the cafeteria? How's the food in the cafeteria? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's very good. It's very good. You got spaghetti? No. <laughs> oh, fuck it. Let's just go. We'll just go to the deli. Let's just yeah, let's go to a deli. Do you have spaghetti? No. Oh fuck it. <laughs> what if we all dress up as teens and try and infiltrate the school? Hello. Oh, oh no, meatloaf again. So what's the deal with Dengler and his fake illnesses? <laughs> Excuse me. Who are you? 
He's <laughs> <laughs> like 50 year old man. <laughs> man, look at, that student with, look at that student with the oxygen tank. <laughs> <laughs> Guy's the captain of the football team. <laughs> Uh, I think we should go to Thomas Dengler's house. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's not worth it. Oh, go ahead. No, I mean, the other kid, Matt, the other lab part, like, I don't think we're going to get anything about talking to random students. No. Can we? We have no reason to think that other lab student has anything to do with this. So, yeah. One thing that's interesting is, and this might be nothing, might be Joe just throwing in stuff to throw us off the scent, but he did mention that Detective, um, seemed a little under the weather as well. Right. Yes. And now this yeah. kid is under the weather. I wonder if it's something about people who get too close to a subject are made sick by something, either purposefully or... Yeah, interesting. I don't know. And the mom's catatonic, which is kind of a sickness. I mean, I wonder if the kid's really sick. Was it a doctor's note or just a note from his parents? She uh, said the mom called it in, was, right? His mom called in. Yeah, I'm so operating they, under the th- I'm operating under the theory right now that he uh, this kid might actually not always be a human kid. Yeah. Yes, oh. exactly. Yeah, were those days in January around the fifteenth uh, when the doctor Moretti was murdered? Oh yeah, maybe the librarian did something to upset him. The girl obviously shunned him. Maybe and, and the no dentist one likes the dentist. Said, yeah, everyone everyone hates Dennis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I mean, looking at the attendance records for the uh, absent days in January, you see that they overlap exactly with the uh, murder of the dentist. All right, let's get there as soon as possible. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And we exchange it. Vice principal, thank you. Sorry, go ahead, Grant. We just exchange information with the vice principal as we say thank you for your help uh, in case we just want to call and follow up on anything because time is always of an essence in these and I'd rather have his info on file rather than and call him rather than head back here and waste time. Yeah, good idea. Roger will do sort of that Columbo thing. Just one more thing. Uh, this is going to sound like a crazy request, but algorithms and whatnot. Could we see um, Dangler's uh, history of books he checked out at the library I don't know that we have that well um, wait <laughs> go to the, well, the library part of the school wouldn't uh, they have like a record uh, I, I could look into it sure yeah, or, or any issues he had with the with the library or um, the librarian any incidents at the library anything on his permanent record we could take a look at well, there's there's none that I know of. Um, we could, uh, I could I could look into it. Um, I'll, do you want to wait? No, uh, we we should get going. But yeah, give us a call if you find anything. Yeah, like do you have that. a card? Uh, yeah. Uh, uh. <laughs> Roger hands him the ace of spades. <laughs> <laughs> Good idea. Uh, Magdalena writes down her number uh, and gives it to him, and then she says, "Hey, um." What kind of kid is is uh, Thomas Dangler? Uh, Tom is uh, he's a good kid. He's a Play good kid. Sports uh, or straight uh, A student? Mm-hmm. Straight A student, uh, very academic. Um, he's um, in the mathletes. Um, he mm-hmm. also participates in the school newspaper. Um, yeah, he is a he's a good student. Mathletes, huh? Mm-hmm. His uh, his attendance record is uh, 
pretty exemplary. Um, you know, these these ask, two uh, most recent incidents are uh, anomalies. Let me ask. Uh, so he doesn't. You never notice that him have, that he has the power of flight or like any <laughs> random uh, electromagnetic uh, discharges from this kid. <laughs> Um, not to my knowledge, sir. Yeah, the lights the flicker when he comes into a room or anything like that. Not to Power's my knowledge, teeth. sir. <laughs> does he own a boat? Does he do weight, does he do weight training? Does he seem exceptionally strong? I does not do weight training. Let's just go. Let's just let's go. Just go. Let's go. Let's go start shooting at this kid. This guy's useless. Let's get let's out just of here. Go start shooting at this kid. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is a question I had. Does anybody have a gun? I don't think you guys have guns. I, I don't have one. Yeah, I don't. They didn't give it to us, right? Yeah, you FBI. didn't give me one, and you flew okay. there. Tombstone uh, has one. And how did he? What, what did he? Because he has a license for it, and he yeah, he's, he's so, a licensed firearm user. He had it with him on the island as well. Okay. Uh, there's. There's an excuse for Caesar to have one because his uh, training during downtime was firearms. So you could say he rented it and got it from the firearm. It's hard in New York City if you want. You could also say that he has a, a Glock or a Sig Sauer or something with him. I mean, he would have to have a license. So he has a license and a licensed weapon. Yeah, Glock. Uh, I'm, I'm talking about Caesar. I don't know if he has at this point. I'm trying to figure that out. He definitely has had training in the firearms to get better at it because he got an extra nine points in it. But as to whether or not he's licensed, that was never determined. Yeah. Gavin may not have a gun, but he has subscriptions to both Westlaw and LexisNexis. <laughs> LexisNexis. Oh, my God. And also, while we're just saying what items we do have, Magdalena does not have a gun, but she does have a pen knife and a spike stun gun. Mm, nice. Nice. Okay. Uh, all right. So you leave the high school and head out to... Uh, you get an address for Thomas Dangler um, and head out to the house. Um, you head out there uh, and it's, it's in town. Um, it's actually not too, too far from uh, Lawrence house. Um, it's in a nice kind of part of town. As you get closer to the um, Marina, uh, the houses get, you know, kind of nice. Um, and yeah, you, you pull up to the address and you see a pretty, Pretty nice house, uh, nice two-story uh, home, pretty large. And uh, yeah, what do you do? Uh, as we're walking up to the door, let's take a look around. Anything weird? Any smashed windows? Any blood odd stains. tracks? Blood stains? Absolutely Wing nothing. Prince. Completely Prince. peaceful. Everything normal. Mm. All right, mm. Knock on the door. Tell that to the music. Exactly. Except for the fucking music. (laughs) Uh, You knock on the door, Mm -hmm. and um, a woman answers the door. Mid-50s. Gray, short hair. uh, And she... Yeah, short, 5'4". Sort of a pleasant face, demeanor. She opens up the door. Hi. Can I help you? We're from yeah. the school truancy board. <laughs> We're here to retrieve your monster of a son. <laughs> oh, oh, oh I, I, I assure you, he is no monster. Um, the, <laughs> the school, I, I thought I called it in this morning. I called it in this morning, didn't I? 
Yeah, I, I let the school. I'm so sorry if I didn't let the school know. You, you need five of you. He's he's a joke. He's a he's a he's a character. I'm sorry, Mrs. Dangler. Uh, my name from is another show. My name he's, is he's from another show. Yeah. I love this narrative that he's not no. even really on this show or part of this investigation. Yeah, it was of one crossover funny episode, but he like stuck around for the whole season. Yeah, I know. Uh, my name is Gavin Westover. Uh, uh, these are my my team and I have been our consultants from the FBI. We've been called in by the Glen Ridge Police Department to help with the investigation of what's been going on around town, as I'm sure you've you know been aware. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yes. So we've just, we've been conducting some interviews with uh, people who knew uh, the school librarian, um, and uh, we just need to speak to Tom if that's all right. Um, Tom, what is what does Tom have to do with it? Well, like I said, we you know we've been we've been drawing uh, students who interacted with Mrs. What's the librarian's name? Hatfan. Mrs. Hatfan, and um, oh. so uh, it's background as far as we know. Uh, no reason to be alarmed, but uh, we, it is kind of urgent. Uh, so we do need sure. to speak with him. That's okay. Sure. No, of course I understand. Uh, why don't you Why don't you come in? Uh, come on inside. Uh, she opens up the door and lets you in. Uh, it's a very nice looking home. Roger's and, just um, gonna be like, I, I just gotta grab something from the car. I'll be right there. And uh, when they go in, he's just gonna go around back and make sure this kid doesn't run for it. Mm. Oh, I'll be right. There. I just gotta grab something from my Chevy. Oh, I thought you were going to go back. And just grab like an automatic weapon, yeah, and that's charging into the house. Oh. He's got he's got his block tucked in, uh, just shooting tucked up in like under his pants. Um, but yeah, he's gonna just kind of go around the back, make sure everything looks normal as they walk in, and then I'll come back in in a couple minutes. Okay. Um, you go around back. She walks the rest of you into the middle of the living room, and you don't see anything in particular uh, unusual. Again, everything's pretty normal. Uh, she's like. Could I get any of you something to drink or anything? Um, I'll go get Tom. He's just uh, a little... He's re- he's recovering. Uh, so I'll go get him and, and bring him down. You can talk to him. I'm sure he's uh, he's up for it. He might be a little sleepy, though. He's on painkillers. What, ha- what happened? I would, uh, uh, wisdom teeth extracted! Uh, sorry. Um, uh, yeah, uh, he, he just had... <laughs> you're outside. Would you stop it? Out of a glass to the house. <laughs> Shouting into the window. Where did you get a glass? It's on my character sheet. You carry around a glass from the car. (laughs) It's your Um, wisdom teeth from Dr. Moretti. So she'll go upstairs. You just hear, Tom! Tom, honey, there's some people here that want to speak with you. You sit downstairs and she comes down. He'll be down in a minute. And uh, she goes, and uh, can I get you anything to drink, a, a water yeah. or an iced tea or anything like that? I would actually love an orange Fanta, if you have one. Oh, I'm so sorry. I don't. What an unusual request. <laughs> I, I do not have an orange Fanta. Oh, okay. You got any, like, sun-kissed or uh, now that citrusy? I have. Oh, uh, I would, a sun-kissed would be amazing. So she goes in and gets out her three-liter bottle of sun-kissed and uh, pours you a... Sun kissed on ice. Thank you, and, sweetheart. Uh, uh, leave the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> and leaves you a three-liter bottle of sun kissed. She you brings should really the rest try of Fanta. I think it's a lot better than sun kissed. You know, the witch is on. Oh, hey, honey. She says, uh, "How are you feeling?" 
All right. This kid comes walking down the stairs. Uh, skinny, sort of gangly kid. Uh, he's about 16 years old. Uh, and he's all frumpy. He's got pajama pants on, t-shirt. Uh, actually, I'm sorry, hoodie. And uh, he comes down and, and says, what's going on? Uh, Tom? Yeah? My name's Gavin. These are, these are my team. I'll let them introduce themselves. But have a seat. Have a seat. Uh, we just want to talk to you for a few minutes, if that's okay. All I'm right. Agent Detweiler. We'll come soon. Comes back in. Through <laughs> the back door. Yeah. Agent Rick Detweiler. Uh, all right. He used to put the glass on the table. <laughs> I, I rolled a 31 under 70 for stealth <laughs> Rick Detweiler Nice to meet you I pour you. him some sun kissed into the glass <laughs> <laughs> Hold that uh, He'll come in and he'll sit down And he pulls up his legs uh, And sits like Indian style On this um, chair You see he's wearing a, a hoodie That says Glenridge Vikings on it. It's a purple hoodie. Uh, and his hair is like all messed up. And you can see he looks like a little bit out of it. And you can see that his jaw, the right side of his jaw is swollen. Mm. Uh, mm. Your mom said you, were, uh, you weren't feeling so well. What, uh, what's going on? You okay? Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling better now. I had a root canal uh, yesterday. <laughs> and um, just it yesterday. hurts. Yeah, it hurts. What? Uh, you don't have I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um, two days ago. It was two days ago now. You don't mind me asking, what dentist did you go to? Uh, I went to Dr. Miller. Um, yeah. Was Miller always your dentist, or were you a patient at Dr. Moretti's before his untimely demise? Uh, yeah, I, I was, actually. Uh, he did the first surgery on yeah. my... Uh, Root canal, uh, but he said that there was a problem, and it um, he couldn't complete it uh, due to a, a complication. And then his mother comes in. Yeah, th- there was uh, something that he didn't see on the X-rays, and so um, he had to patch him up. And then we were scheduled for a, a second surgery uh, to complete it, um, but then there was that the terrible terrible crime and so uh we had to find another dentist a, a little bit outside of town but uh, we got it done and, and he's he's feeling better now and the kid says yeah feeling better uh, i don't want to speak ill of the dead but what kind of dentist was he i don't know about you but that would have made me real mad dentist yeah. botch up a root canal like that that upset yeah. you yeah i mean i didn't understand why he, he couldn't just you know like why the x-rays wouldn't tell you what you need to see I don't, but I don't know right where did he get his dental license the DMV <laughs> give me a break would have pissed me right off <laughs> might have um, I smoked it here <laughs> um mash um, into the cup p- please <laughs> um Tom uh we're we're you know we're, we're working with the FBI the Glenridge Police Department called us in. We're trying to get some background on um, some of the disturbing events that have happened here in the past, you know, the past couple months. Um, mm-hmm. you, uh, did you ever interact with Mrs. Hatton at the high school? 
Uh, yeah. Um, she's the librarian. You see her a lot? Are you, are you, are you at the library a lot for your classes? Um, sometimes. Um, but I don't go to the library that much. I usually just use my computer, uh, at home. But, uh, and he looks over at his mom and sees her. Um, you can catch with your human, uh, that he's uncomfortable. Uh, and he's kind of like looking at his mom and something. You're wary about what he's going to say next. Uh, Magdalena stands up in that moment and uh, kind of walks to mom and she says, could I talk to you privately in in the kitchen for just a sec? Um, sure, honey. Uh, Will you be okay, sweetheart? And he says, yeah. Mm, Yep. I'm sorry, do you have a bathroom? Preferably Uh, upstairs. (laughs) Your son's bathroom. Yeah, it's right right upstairs on the left. (laughs) Your son have a private bathroom (laughs) off his bedroom. Uh, no, but yeah, Roger will ask. Do you have a Do you have a, a restroom? I'm sorry. Yeah, he says yeah. Up the stairs on the left. Upstairs. All right, thank you. Uh, and Roger will just ascend the stairs. He's going to try and sneak into the boys' bedroom. Okay. Um. Wait, who was asking him? Was I it was. Gavin? Okay, yeah. yeah. So he looks back at Gavin, and uh, he just says, uh, "Will she? Um, she had." Uh, got me in trouble at um, study oh, no. hall for what? playing on my phone um, he's looking so like his mom doesn't hear uh, and he's like yeah she gave me detention so I did detention that must have uh, yeah that must have been upsetting I can see why that would be upsetting yeah I mean it's just it's stupid it's just not fair uh, can I ask you a question uh, yeah. Tom, uh, so we noticed uh, your vice principal told us you've been out of school a little bit recently. Were these uh, these times January? Give them the dates. It's like, was this uh, was this also was this the previous dental surgery? Is that where you were out that time? Do you remember? Uh, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Okay. Tom, can you? Uh, what were you doing last night? What, what, how, what happened last night, by any chance? Where were you? Uh, last night, uh, I I was here. I was I was so tired. Um, it's just, yeah, I was here. I was just reading in my bed uh, till I fell asleep. What were you reading? Uh, I was reading the the last days of the Incas. Um, it's a really awesome um, nonfiction history of the Inca people and the Spanish conquest. Oh yeah, yeah, I wrote that. No, no, you didn't. <laughs> no, 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 you didn't. No, you didn't. <laughs> I wrote it under a pen name. Well, okay, what was the pen name? Derek. Derek, Derek, what? Like share. Yeah, zero, just one. Derek. It's you know? Derek. <laughs> like I write all my share. nonfiction. It's just Derek. Uh, well. They printed on the book Kim Macquarie, so well, that's the, uh, I that's guess. the alternate pen name that they have to use because it's a legal thing. You can't have just one name when you do nonfiction. So, who did you say you were? Me, I'm Agent Detweiler. <laughs> <laughs> Agent, Agent oh, Detweiler. <laughs> the kid just psyched out, Jordy. I can't believe so the kid Detweiler. <laughs> Yeah. Oh. Are you guys brothers or something? <laughs> I mean, I'm his uncle. 
I mean, I'm as hungry. And you're both in the FBI? Yeah, it's crazy. You know, family business. Yeah, it's a family thing. They don't normally send us on the one assignment, you know, like the fighting Sullivans in World War II. They normally try to split us up. But uh, this time, luck of the draw, I guess. Um, Do you know uh, a Lauren Harrigan? Gallagher. Yeah. Oh, no, sorry. You, 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 you two friends? Um, maybe, I don't know. Tom, you're aware that, you know, we want to do the right thing here. We want to, we're just trying to help everyone in this town. And you can help us by being honest with us, no matter what it is. Like sure, you can tell yeah, us no, but yeah, but what does it have to do with Lauren? I mean, yeah, we're not, we're not really friends, I guess. Not anymore. There. Does that, does that answer your question? Not anymore. What happened? More. Um, I uh, I asked her out, and uh, she she said no. Um, in fact, she found it quite amusing. I guess so. Yeah. Mm. No, I, I don't think I want to be friends with her anymore. Tom, I'm going to ask you. Well, it might seem like a strange question, but. I, I would appreciate it if you can answer, answer it as honestly as possible. You remember your dreams at all? Um, not really. Why? I don't know. Maybe that's just me, but sometimes, you know, when I'm feeling upset about things that are happening in my life, you know, sometimes I get a bit angry and have these dreams and they're kind of strange, but then the next day I feel better, but Oh. Anything like that ever happened to you? Yeah, well, I mean, it's funny that you say that because literally last night I had this dream that uh, I, I don't really remember any details, but like I was just kind of like strapped down to the ground, like outside. And it was super um, like... Um, like I was bound up um, and I couldn't see anything, but I knew that like something was coming for me uh, and I could hear it coming and it totally freaked me out. And I woke up just like screaming, but it was just a, a nightmare, but I'm still thinking about it today. It was really weird. It does sound weird. You ever have a dream like that before? No, not that I remember anyway. See, can I, is there like, if, with my human intelligence, could I, does he seem like he's holding anything back at all? Like, he's been pretty honest with us in some regard, but. Uh, no, it doesn't seem like, what's your human intelligence? 80. Yeah, it doesn't seem like he's holding anything back. It does seem like he. 60, I'm sorry, 60. Uh, it doesn't seem like he's holding anything back. It seems like he was a little dodgy about the Vanessa Hotvin thing. Mainly, you get the sense that it's because he's. Like, he's trying to lower the, like, his own complicitness in the situation. Kind of pass it off on her being, like, unfair, but, like, maybe he kind of knows that, like, he earned his punishment or whatever, his detention. Um, but he's not, like, admitting it. He's just sort of, like, playing it off. It, to you, this is, like, typical kid stuff. Yeah. Um, Let's go away from there and go upstairs to where Roger has just been taking a dump uh, for the last <laughs> 10 minutes. 
Uh, Roger got to the top of the stairs and he uh, saw the open door to the bathroom, but now he's looking for the boys' room. Okay. Uh, you see an open door into what looks like a teenage boy's room. I will uh, sneak inside. All right, roll stealth. What's your stealth? <laughs> Roger. That's 70, and I rolled a five. <laughs> this is why you can shit on Roger all you want. He's <laughs> got a certain set of skills. <laughs> all right, so you, as you start to go, you feel the boards. You feel that this is like an old house. Uh, in this old New York town, sort of, you know, near the uh, near the uh, bay here, and you you can feel that like you have to move in a certain way, and each time you almost make a board creak, you like adjust yourself slightly, and you are soundless as you close and mm-hmm. get into his room. Uh, it has a an odor to it that's unappealing. It is a teenage boy's room, and it kind of smells a little like sweat and like unwashed he's just been laying around all day and you see the bed is kind of must um and you just see this like stack of uh of books uh, on his nightstand uh some of which are new and one of the ones on top uh as he had said downstairs is called the last days of the incas and it's like a brand new book um but there's a lot of them that are like kind of older and ratty but they're all kind of like thick you know impressive looking books um He's got uh, some, you know, mathletes trophies and uh, some other awards kind of hanging around. Not much athletics. It seems to be all kind of like academic in nature. Uh, He's got a TV in there. Uh, He's got a PS4, um, like a beanbag chair. You know, kind of uh, pretty pretty standard stuff, except for these books, which seem, uh, you know, more like an adult's reading list. And they all seem to be around. And there's that also scene. a closet. There's also a closet. Well, we're going to be checking that in a second. But the books all seem to be centered around the same theme of. Yeah, you start looking through them, and you like kind of just sort of move and peek, and you see that a lot of them seem to be themed around cultures of South America, like uh, historical cultures of South America. Yeah. Uh, all right, so I'm going to go uh, over to the closet. I kind of look back at the door, and I feel like I was pretty slick sliding in here. I probably still hear the murmur of you guys talking, and then Roger will slowly approach the closet. You open the closet. Inside, you find a box. It is kind of under the clothes, like the hanging clothes. Uh, there's a box, like a chest, in there. Oh. Roger mutters under his breath. I was a kid this age. I'd keep my trophies on the bookshelf. And he just, like, leans over it like he's diffusing a bomb. Looks over his shoulder again and opens the chest. You open up the chest and you see a series of things that look very old. There is uh, like a leather bound book that looks all ratty, like a, as if it's like a journal. You see uh, these like beaded. Um, 
like uh, necklace things and like um, uh, like intertwined colored yarns and stuff like that. Uh, you see piles and piles of papers um, that are like manila folded into like this little like file and stuff like that. Uh, uh, just a packed crate, uh, and on top of it, there's like a, a a little like case that almost looks like it would hold like a like a, a like a necklace that you would gift to somebody or something like that shape, like a long rectangle. Can I open that little container? You open it and it's empty. It has just like a suede interior, and it's just empty. Uh, a quick search check just to see if anything else is jumping out. Uh, and no, I, I failed it. So, well, I mean, I see, yeah, there's nothing else like secret in there, but there is that sort of like there's a journal like on top, like a leather bound journal. Oh, okay. Well, again, looks back and hearing that din of them talking, that low murmur, and I'll just open up the journal. You crack open the journal, and the smell of old pages just kind of reaches through and hits you. You start to flip through it and you can see right from the interior of the front page that there's a name written on the inside uh, that is the property of someone named Derek Wheeler. My pen name. And, <laughs> and you can see that it is written in such a hand that it seems like it's like a very old, like a, like a hundred years old. Like an old explorer's journal. Mm-hmm. And you start flipping through it, and that's exactly what it seems like. It seems like an old explorer's journal. Mm. And you, you know, kind of like start quickly flipping through, but it's, it's very small writings, little scratchings, little like drawings. Uh, you, as you're flipping through it, you see sketchings of mountains and uh, different details of logos of weird things and uh, all of it with like all kinds of writing. Some of it is not in English. Some of it is in English. And uh, it's, you know, if you don't have any sort of skill in archaeology or anthropology or anything like that, in, in, in a heartbeat of just looking through, you don't really know what you're looking at, except that you feel like this is some old explorer's journal. Uh, and there's no dog-eared pages or anything? No. Okay. Uh, yes, I'm torn between taking the journal uh, and... Well, why don't you think about it? Leaving it there, yeah. Well, let's go back downstairs. Do you have any other questions for this kid? You realize, comes in, is he all right? Tom, like, looks up the stairs. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't want to embarrass the guy, but he's got... Let's just say he's he's old. He's got some digestion Yeah, problems. he's got chronic diarrhea just everywhere we go. Any investigation oh, we have, on. he's just diarrhea, 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 diarrhea. Just <laughs> every, every bathroom this guy's been to, it's like a crime scene in and of itself. You don't even want to know. Um, I'm sure he'll be... He'll clean up after yeah, he's done. Yeah, you know, he does a pretty good job, mostly. Uh, Mom! The guy who went upstairs got diarrhea. <laughs> Magdalena's in the kitchen and... <laughs> She's like, oh. That's that's terrible. Yeah, may- I was going to ask if maybe you had Alka-Seltzer or... That doesn't help diarrhea. Pepto-Bismol. I was going to ask if Pepto-Bismol or a fiber bar or something. Um, oh, uh, you know what? I think I do. And she... Goes into her cabinets and pulls out an anti-diuretic. I mean, I like, do, do, you're do a great you mother. Give it to him? Yeah, I'll take. I think it would be pretty embarrassed if okay. you walked it up. I'll bring it up. Okay. 
Um, and she walks back outside, uh, back out to the living room, and she's like, "How are we doing out here? Is everything okay? Did you get what you needed?" I think we're. Uh, I think we're. We're pretty good here for now. You mind if we, you know, obviously if we have any follow-up questions, you mind if we, uh, we come back and... Of course, but one of your men is sick, I hear? It's, it's a chronic thing. It's, it's real, it's really embarrassing. Yeah, it's, um, it's, cr- it's a, a irritable bowel something, I think. I don't know. I, I'm not a doctor. And we overhear these voices, uh, becoming more muffled as Magdalena goes upstairs, uh, and comes around to, what does she see up there? Um, she comes upstairs. Oh, man, this is like a movie scene. She comes upstairs, and Roger's so sly. She like turns the corner and uh, looks towards her son's bedroom. S- walks slowly up to the door. Something seems amiss. And just as she goes to open the door to look inside, the bathroom door opens, and uh, Roger's like, and you hear the toilet flush. Yeah, yeah toilet flush. <laughs> Roger's like, oh, thank you, sorry. Uh, he must have ate something weird. Um, and uh, he's like, thank, thank you for letting me uh, use that. He walks downstairs, and uh, as he does so, maybe the camera uh, pans to his back where there's a small impression of a journal lodged yeah, uh, in, his, in his back of his pants. Yeah. <laughs> <Hell yeah. laughs> and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Glass Cannon Network. For more podcasts and live streams, visit glasscannonnetwork.com. And for exclusive shows and content you can't find anywhere else, subscribe today at patreon.com slash glasscannon.